voice. Look at that big man steak. Voice, voice, yeah. voice. I don't even like the way I look. That oh, big, that dude. ugly fucking face. That <laughs> giant Matt steak. Because you called me a walking mistake. Uh, <laughs> I'm still holding that dude, against you. Dude, so you can hold it against me all you want. You go back and you listen, and I think that maybe in your case, that's a mistake sometimes because, oh, I said mistake. Shouldn't say mistake. I feel like it's a magnet word now. I keep saying mistake. No, just, Matt you're steak. Not a, Matt a, steak. A, I like a good Matt steak. steak. You know, the marbling <laughs> is just so. Yeah. You right. know, it's like a little bit of Kobe. That's a what little I'm bit of what happened to marble cake? I feel like in the eighties and nineties, it's like nothing but fucking marble cake. It was like marble cake, marble cake, marble cake, and now I can't. I don't think I could is find it like them. A cake that like is marbled with two different like flavors. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah maybe dude, it was. That was I do remember that. Do you remember champagne cake too? It was like a big thing. Yeah, yeah it's like where where all the marble and the champagne cake go. I remember my mom being all like, everything was like, oh, I love a good champagne cake, and I remember tasting it, and be like, me. No, yeah. no, no, yeah, I, no. Yeah, no, it's a meh. No, right. well, okay, for me, yeah. it's a yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, Dude, yeah. just like one of her coconut cake. Yeah. Oh, my God. My mom makes a pink coconut cake that's amazing. Fuck coconut and the horse it rode in on. Oh, yeah. You know, my, coconut fan. Okay. my mom makes this cake, and, and it's the weirdest thing because you wouldn't think it tastes this good, but I guess maybe it's comfort food for me, but it's just yellow cake. Mm. Duncan fucking Heinz. I love it. And then she takes um, Cool Whip and she puts a box of custard jello custard mm-hmm. into it mm-hmm. stirs it all around and puts the pineapple bits mm-hmm. okay. and stirs it around and makes this weird frosting so puts it mom, on your mom's a big cake fan oh my mom took classes to make cakes. oh Dang, so she dude. likes cake in her mouth likes to take a big cake to the mouth <laughs> <laughs> what i'm just saying she likes cake right does well, she like she big likes black to take cake? cake she used to decorate to cakes yeah. all the time yeah yeah can she walk past a cake without sticking it in her mouth <laughs> fuck you guys <laughs> Has she ever been slapped in the oh, face with a big because cake? it's not your, your your joke? So two minutes in, welcome to three easy pieces. <laughs> oh, I am the verbal, the creepiest Roger. That is me. I like with me is the bu- 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 beezer and Matt. I was going for a big bopper like, hello, beezer. Oh, that's oh, good. I like it. It's a creepy, but it works. The man black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the droopy voice. I'm sorry about the cake joke. I thought... <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. Well, you didn't find it that funny. It was like, man... You no, know, he, well, he's I, still holding a little bit I, of grudge from listening to I, you call him a walking mistake. No, that <laughs> no. I'm more mad. I'm actually more mad that Matt got me with such a good joke. <laughs> it's, I'm not mad that he called me a mistake. That doesn't bother me at all. It's the fact that he just got me so off guard. It was, it was it, so it good. Land, it landed well. And what? Was, I, don't even rem- I don't even remember it. It was happened. like the intro to episode, I don't remember now. <laughs> it was a while back. It's in the teens. <laughs> but it's just, you're like, him with me always is the walking mistake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, VCR, the walking mistake. <laughs> but I did get in a good joke about, yeah, and Chris Hardwick is going to make an after show about it later. Because, you know, there's so many fucking after shows for things. Right. Like, well, didn't they just yeah. turn it into, now it's just um, the talking whatever. You yeah. like It's just a show now. I mean, yeah. I feel like he he leveraged that. He was like a squatter. He like moved in on that shit. Like got these couple of shows after like Walking Dead, and then what was the other one he did? Did he? Uh, Is after, the one, I know he does that one. He on did Comedy one on Preacher. Oh no, that's at, at midnight. midnight yeah, but I think he ended up show. squatting down on on that show, and he just, just does didn't leave after shows. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, dude, if you can get that work, one there's one guy who my who my wife my wife watches all that. 
Desperate Housewives of Atlanta. Oh yeah, what's that guy's name? The producer. He the, does. He does. Yeah, the the, the gay dude, mm-hmm. the homeowner. <laughs> he's a homeowner. Yeah, yeah. No. he's a homeowner. It's another uh, classic from episode ten. I just listened to. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Welcome. Callbacks. Uh, we just uh, call it. What back. is it, dude? Hey, that guy, dude. That all that guy does is find rich chicks and is like, "Hey, you guys want to be in the show?" And they're like, "Man, people I am love so scandal. egotistical." Hell yeah. to the fucking yeah, I do. You know, dude, that, people love that. It's a, it's scandal, man. They just love it. I'd love to be on a reality show. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'd do it. If somebody was like, "Hey, Roger, we're gonna make this reality show," but yeah, I'm in. I would do it only if I could be, like, you know. A character, and I would just be like, I'm going oh, to, yeah. like, on my sides, I'm going to rape Hannah. <laughs> like, Hannah's the one I'm going to rape. Look out. If you I see me stalking around, I'm going to be the one raping well, Hannah. First of all, I hope you don't actually know anybody in your real life named Hannah because no. this could be used as evidence. <laughs> Do you know the name Hannah is spelled the same way backwards? Oh, it's a it's, palindrome. It, yeah. Lovely. Thanks for sharing that. Okay, I wouldn't actually rape, but I mean, I would. <laughs> Just like to be like the weird guy. You would jizz like to be. Yeah, jizz like to be the weird guy. It's I would like an totally, Alex Jones moment. For I you. would you totally like have those masturbating moments that. Well, yeah, masturbating moments. That'd be awesome. Like where, just like oh man, Matt's masturbating. This masturbating moment. <laughs> like, you ever tell? Hey, leave me alone, guys. <laughs> you ever tell somebody that you masturbate to them just to fuck them with them? Just fuck, just to fuck them with them. The fuck, la 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 la. Yeah. yeah. I love. There's an image macro of uh, um, what's his face, uh, Louis C.K. And he, he's like a pro masturbator, and it's like a on a, a panel. I've never actually seen the episode from Louie, but it's like he's next to some young blonde chick, and she's like an anti masturbation thing. And he like turns to her, he's like, "You can't stop me from going home and thinking about you while I masturbate." <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> All right, well, this we this so is three there. easy pieces. Are we talking about our pieces tonight? I we just did a little bit. I don't know if you followed, but we were just talking about cranking the shaft. Okay, well, okay, well on, whose topic was that? On face? that note, uh, my topic tonight nice. is tools. Oh, well, there you go. Speaking of like cranking Maynard tools. from uh, or Sober, that's a good track. Yeah, you know Tool hates their fans. Like What? Yeah, they like hate their fans. Like uh, Tool's not a very good band, so. Oh, oh. I mean, I'm not a fan, but I mean, I can appreciate their the stuff that I heard. You know like Not me. They're also kind of <laughs> they're also kind of performance mm-hmm. already. Didn't they yeah. do their own videos? They did the videos, the the stop motion ones, right? Did they? I, I thought that. so. Yeah, yeah cool, 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 I, cool. I just I, I don't care. They're like a collective. Okay, so like, for those of you at home, my garage is just packed full of shit. Uh, it is. You're a shit yeah. packer. Yeah, and he's a <laughs> shit packing fiend. I have several hobbies, and I just build things. He likes to eat cake. Lots of big cake. And fuck you, you fucking <laughs> fucking cookie eater. Yeah, I eat cookie all day, son. Mm, what if there was me. like there's just like this stalwart between us it's like you fucking eat cookies you eat cake yeah well you eat cookies <laughs> it's just like and keep- i could show up with like a, a lovely um what's the the cake like cookie um well there's several madeline be like madeline yeah, thank yeah, you you're on you the same mono. i could show up with a madeline and be like guys we can both be friends and then it turns you. into a madeline party Except no. you would come unhinged and just stab us both and you're like fuck your madelines yeah, like all right pro- so what about tools okay so i use them every day and I don't know how you. I, I'm kind of curious because I know Beezer likes has a 3D printer and he likes to build things. I do, but I don't know the extent of like your tools. Like, okay, so whoa, yeah. Now what's the extent of your tool? Please, you guys wanted a fucking show. You got a fucking show, Beezer. Let's tell us going, about guys. your tools. Let's keep going. So. I want to talk about my tools. No, like okay. So I've had conversations with people, and I've like 
oh, I have a tool budget. Like every month right. I buy oh, nice, X dude. amount of dollars of tools every month. That's cool. I, you know, so, and I've talked to people and they're like, well, don't you have enough tools? And it's like, no, no. I don't have enough fucking tools. Until you go to do it, when you go to do a project and you, I, I the purest joy I've found when doing like a project is when you're using the right tool to achieve what you're trying to accomplish. Because if you've ever tried to do something like, you know, nail a fucking nail in with a wrench or, you know, <laughs> yes. do something with a tool that is not the right tool for the job. And then you get the right tool and you're just like, Jesus Christ, this is a miracle. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hands down, my favorite tool in the world, Leatherman Wave. It's a multi-tool. Yeah. 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 I used to carry one on my belt when I worked in, like, when I was in the military, same one, Leatherman Wave, because it has removable bits. Mm-hmm. You can put in, like, Phillips, Flathead, Hex. You can put in Torx, any any bit. And mm-hmm. that thing was, that was my, that was my fucking jam. Mm-hmm. But my favorite plier tool is the Lineman Dyke or Lineman Cutters. Yeah. Just diagonal cutters or? They're diagonal cutters and then they got the weird, like, square jaw for twisting wire. Okay. Yeah, it's an electrician tool. Uh-huh. But like, Matt. Matt, I can't, I don't want to say he's not handy, what? but say it. do you own tools, Matt? I actually own quite a bit of tools. Okay, so uh, like, you're not you a random see, Well, technically, I see the tools I pay for once a month or whatever are the narcotics oh. and alcohol <laughs> that keep me happy and creative. That's working on the machine you like to call your brain. <laughs> yeah. Matt's, and it's slowly but, eroding, uh, eroding away. But Matt is a little creative, though. I mean, Matt paints. Just a little bit. Matt paints. I'm like a skosh. I'm a skosh. But no, I I mean, I you know, not that I'm a mechanic, but I know, I know how to replace parts of my car. Right. I do ha- own... Like yes. wrenches and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, quite a bit. I do not own an electric drill. Okay, so that will be what the fuck, that's something dude? you Come need on. to buy. Yeah, an electric screw and drill, yeah. Okay. Um, that's but, like like a very important tool to have. Hey, like you go to do anything and you got to need a fucking screw Tell me about it. I have two drills because yeah. I have a hammer drill. Can I have yeah. one? No. Okay. I have, a, drills. I have a hammer drill and this is for drilling Stop. through concrete. Hammer drill. <laughs> hammer drill. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Here come the hammer drill. Better wear some goggles. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a hammer drill that's for drilling through concrete, and then I have a regular drill, and I'm looking to buy an impact drill soon, which is kind of a ratcheting It's style. like a regular drill, but it's in a very strong font, and it's all um, <laughs> it's all capital and bold. There's no serif. Yeah, which I was going to say know, sans serif. You wouldn't want a serif on your impact. Yeah. No, but what it does I is... I just it, made a font joke, guys. Does yeah, that go in the books? And That's got to killing go me uh, a little bit inside okay. every right. time I think about it. You ever notice, like, you start to notice a certain font is, like, popular, and you start to see papyrus everywhere, yeah. and it just starts bothering you? Or, like, have you ever I seen... I think that collectively happened with papyrus. I mean, I used to use that... When I worked for uh, the city and made, like, flyers all the time for their so programs... So I can blame you for that? Dude, I'm I'm just as I've guilty. A, like, fucking I've, I've actually, uh, clip art and papyrus and just all the comic sans. I mean, I've you actually could got a pejorative name for it now. Oh, I, yeah? I, I call it poop iris. It's like <laughs> shit in my eyes. That's also, uh, that's conjunctivitis. I mean, I think they call it that as That's well. That's how you right? get pink eye, right? Right. Pink eye. 
That's why you don't take a shit and read your phone at the same time, you dumb shit. <laughs> no, no. That's how you get pink eye, baby. You just follow a very strict, almost Middle Eastern way of like having your shit hand and having your phone hand. Okay, you so just don't cross it. I, I have preferences when it comes what to What happens when you're jerking off? Yeah. You have your jerk off hand, you have your phone hand. Come on, dude. You gotta, I mean, we have two hands. Well, I mean, not everybody has two hands. And <laughs> okay, I, have, I mean, I that's kind of fucked up. I have but. preferences when it comes to certain tools. Right. Like for hand screwdrivers and stuff like that, I don't like the cheap brand i buy treat cheap brands for stuff that i take with me places mm -hmm, because you might if, lose it if you lose it exactly right. but for my home bench i like the craftsman screwdrivers which craftsman recently was sold by sears to stanley really so stanley. That, stanley tucci i love what he does <laughs> what does he want with tools <laughs> Because he is a tool, you fucking... Oh. oh, poor Stanley Tucci. Yeah, fuck Stanley Tucci. So my stepfather is obsessed with Craftsman. I don't know. I haven't spoken to him about Craftsman in a while, but yeah. like, I don't know if he knows they were sold from Sears because he was obsessed with everything. Any any tool you bought had to be a Craftsman tool because they had that crazy warranty it, where you well, could like, take it back. And that is going to probably go away. Oh, you're but, kidding me. Yeah, so... um, But... I always buy the stand or the Craftsman uh, screwdrivers because mm -hmm. just because they don't have to be taken back. I've never fucking broken one. Yeah, right. dude. Those. Yeah, I've I've had. I've broken a couple screwdrivers. Let me borrow your screwdrivers. Uh, maybe not Craftsman, dude. Those yeah. things that the plastic freight ones, grip, dude. Like I've used as a weapon. They rock. Okay, so like for wrenches though, and this is gonna sound counterintuitive, but I really dig Harbor Freight wrenches. Yeah, I don't know why they just. They're cheap and they it's don't just drop break. forged, you know, steel and they're, they're chromium plated. Right. And the plating is just as good as a fucking snap on. It's just you're paying for the name when you buy a snap on. Yeah. Right now, every chick listening is soaking their yeah. panties. <laughs> I know all this hot tool talk. Well, you know, they heard us talking about tools and they were like, now would be a good time to clean my linens. And so they took them out and they've like done a little bit of wool light uh, and some warm I thought, water. And, yeah. You know, I thought we were going to talk about you because you're kind of a tool. Right. I am. Oh, <laughs> I am the tool. Bitty bang. I, good job. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang, oh. boom. Okay. So. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So for skill saws. So oh, or for circular going. saws, oh, it's go. always had to been skill saw for me. Right. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's the name you call a circular saw. It's a yeah, skill it saw. Is. It's like a Q-tip. There's a word for that, and I can never remember what it is. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, but it's it's like saying a crescent wrench. Mm -hmm. You know, they're actually called adjustable wrenches or Kleenex. Mm -hmm. You know, it's actually called exactly Viagra or disposable tissue. Yeah. But um, I know I'm just jumping on where I can here. He's going mag, on my tools. A Mag 77. Mm -hmm. It's a warm drive circular saw. So the motor isn't just straight into the blade. It's right. sideways and it drives a worm gear. Mm -hmm. And that's what spins the saw. So it gives you a lot more torque. You got to watch out though, dude, because if you get the worms too close to spice, <sighs> they just go crazy. And you definitely don't want to get the worms exposed dude, to reference. to water because then they'll make the water life and then you will appease no Shia they Lu. vomit out the oh water that's right they, no no but you drown the little makers in the, the water, water yeah. and then they vomit out the water of life that then you drink okay. you know it's gotta be it's gotta be a crazy way to die for a worm you know it's you know one of the sandworms from dune because it's just like what the hell is this <laughs> finally i'm free i'm free <laughs> <laughs> The little makers, they die for our so, our, so, our I'm, salvation. I'm sorry, Roger. So what is your experience with tools, man? I mean, like... Why why do you keep coming back to me like I'm like a failure with tools? No, I just... I, I'm curious because, like, I always... I we know. always make jokes about, like, how mechanically inept you are. Like, you even references, like, Matt, that bad with the cars. What's your always... How about this? How, what's your, what tool would you have most likely have, like, on you or near you at any given time? 
Like if you went to your car and you had like Fly. a go tool tool. Oh, if I had a well, that would be the uh, socket wrenches. Socket wrenches, yeah. Socket wrenches can't beat those, man. I mean, yeah, I, I like a good in, deep socket. Yeah. I'm sure you diddly do, buddy. All right. What? He's what a real Peter is- Parker. <laughs> God, uh, hoisted on my own star. <laughs> he zinged me. Up so your nose with a rubber hose. Three okay. easy peas. Call that. Seizure. What's your gold? What's your go-to? You know, tool? I gotta say that, like, I, uh, when you mentioned socket wrenches, I, I don't it makes me think back of being a kid and my dad working on something or my stepdad working on something and the tools being there, but still being a kid and you would pick up a tool and you wouldn't necessarily think of it in terms of how it's supposed oh, to be. Oh, you play used. with it, yeah, right. But I mean, who did not pick up a socket wrench when they were a kid and like try and tr- you know twirl oh, it like around a noise maker. like a noisemaker? I mean, oh, I used yeah. to love that. I still do that. Oh, and like then, I walk around like that. And, and then they had the adjustable heads, so they kind of turn forward and backwards. So oh. Yeah, and so then you could attach longer pieces and make a rifle, sniper rifle, <laughs> dude. I used and to then you're so hiding much the, trouble all the time. And your dad is like, "What the fuck did my goddamn tool go?" And you're like, "Yes, <laughs> I don't it's know." You talk about my sniper rifle. rifle now. I'm defending Leningrad. <laughs> well, I mean, I was always mechanically inclined as a child, and like I took apart the TV when I was ten. Put it back together and got it working again when I was twelve. But Shit. <laughs> there was that two year gap. It's okay. Yeah. Nothing was on TV then. <laughs> yeah, it was just you know, yeah, it's the eighties. So who cares? It's just different strokes. No, really his, I'm going to guess to right now that his parents had another TV. Yeah, knew it. Well, it was a broken TV. I take I had taken it all apart, and I went over the thing like just figuring out what everything did, and it took me two because the, they were going to throw it away. Mm-hmm. So I took it apart. I put it back together and I got it working though. And two years later, and that was the TV I had in my room for a long time. So I was like, yeah, motherfuckers. But you know, like it, it's funny too, because there's like 50,000 volts in a cathode ray tube, unless you learn how to discharge it, mm-hmm. you know, that can kill you. Yeah. You know? So like taking that flyback transformer off the back, which is that big suction cup thing on the back of the CRT is dangerous. But when you're a kid, you don't know that. And you just see that big pock. Yeah, it's like, Ooh. that's so cool. Quick, get the dog. <laughs> But, I mean, so I have a fascination with tools, Matt. Clearly. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I always have to have. I got, I got one of those little. No, dude, I remember you used to carry that pocket protector. Well, yeah. I used to talk shit to you all the time. And it still you has. Know, it's lame. I, I, I just realized while you're talking when you mentioned pocket protector. Um, but my favorite tool is actually the little pin-sized, um, uh, on the one hand, screwdriver. Yeah. And the other, you know, Phillips side, uh, flathead side with the little pocket or um, like little hitch on it to hang it on things you know like a pen yeah and I, I use that so fucking much working with computers like because i mean it's it's a great tool you can use the fucking flat side to pry shit you can you know it's, yeah. it's magnetized you can like use it to pull like you know, if you lose a um, a screw Christ. or something i mean what if we just, become we're a bunch of fucking old men dude, it's here. like the lamest little tool oh, but no. i use it the most it's it's a real you use a probe i use it to fucking open boxes because you can use the fucking flathead yeah, side pop to the, cut pop yeah, the tape exactly yeah. Yeah, pop that tape baby pop that tape Go pop, pop pop that, that tape, tape. Uh, pop, pop the tape pop pop, pop that, that tape pop 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 all right well i assume we're done talking about one. tools nice call that for uh, the time being or no do you have more that well i guess i'm done but that was my piece because i have a fascination with tools and tools I'm, are great dude i love tools yeah i'm sure you could fill <laughs> like 30 or 40 minutes with i could talk about tools strap yeah. wrench man like right i mean that was something i never used until i got a pool and then oh like, yeah fucking, for taking, you gotta use a strap wrench all the fucking time fucking never taking knew filters off and yeah. shit like that yeah oh shit dude tools are yeah. great and then when you find a tool that you didn't never like a strap wrench that you never knew existed and then find out what it's used for and it like actually helps you it makes you think like that's why humans are number one and polar bears can fucking suck it 
they can just all die. Although I wouldn't let a polar bear suck it. No, no, too much teeth. Yeah, and they really they have all that Coca Cola breath. (laughs) The Coca Cola breath. (laughs) He's like, you have a habit, and he's like, (laughs) try it, try a diet Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. How come they never drink two liters? It oh seems like really <laughs> undersized from the drink. Because it's the classic Coke picture. That's what they're trying to sell. They're trying to sell. So you're that saying Coke. in real life they drink like two liters, or do they have like a big? Dude, in real life they don't have access to stores in which to well, buy. Well, that's why they're so crazy about it. That's why like they maul like Inuits all the time because you, they're carrying around their their soda and they want. Have you heard steal because of global warming that grizzly bears are going farther north, and so now they're overlapping with polar bears and they're interbreeding? Yeah, I saw that episode. Of whatever bears. It was. <laughs> and the weirdest thing is, is they like Dr Pepper. And some of them actually like Mr. Pibb. But it's only like Dr. Bigger. Pepper from Texas where they still use real cane sugar. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Okay. Not that shitty stuff. Like polar bears only like the Mexican Coke with the real sugar. Yeah. So they have to go down to the bodegas. Because I've run into a few polar bears down at the bodegas. It's really weird. I mean, I saw the one who was in Lost the other day. Oh. He really doesn't look good anymore. He's yeah. put on a lot of polar bear weight. I think he was. I think he's doing a little bit of polar bear math too. Oh, really? Yeah, I That's heard. so sad. And he can't even get, get the weight off? Well, he got the kicked mat? out of polar bear uh, rehab. Yeah. Should and I he's go? been really been hitting the seals hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, what is it? Um, I'm going to go ahead and do my piece real quick. Uh, what is it? Uh, so, I noticed at work that... You know, you know, I make the jokes and all this stuff, but I notice at work that people are. I believe HR calls out everyone. No, I, yeah, <laughs> and I believe, and I've noticed that people are starting to call me a bully more and more. Call you what? <laughs> a bully. Because oh yeah, because bullying's a thing now. Yeah, well, if somebody comes up and tells me, you know, something like smartassy or something like that, and I think, okay, now we're playing the game of, you know, like jokey jokes right and then you come across with something that's awesome that embarrasses them but gets them to shut the fuck up you know and i'm in my in my you know so they might not be just doing jokey jokes but i don't mean to break this too but they might just want to engage you and telling them about their lives and no, you're like we firing get to that. back. No, with, no, like, no, you know, no. They come at me pretty hard. You're firing I've back gotten, with like, yeah, you're getting married. You bought it because you're getting old. Ah, suck it. Yeah. But then, of course, if somebody says that to me, I'm going to like pick whatever flaw or whatever right. and then strike back. You know, just give them that. And then, oh, well, that was me doing you. Oh, yeah. The Matt it wasn't Pyre strikes good. back. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's much. Well, it's I mean, more. I was doing a bad impression of you. But. Yeah. Well, it's worse. I mean, I guess it could be a little worse, but. You know, my Matt impersonation sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, Hello! <laughs> Dude, that doesn't sound like me. you at all. But I mean, uh, my question is, <laughs> like, my, my, my question or my piece is, like, is it bullying if someone, if you feel now, granted, I will never know what that person intended when they speak to me. But I know how I feel after I hear something and I feel like, okay, you've made this comment that is, like slandering my job or slandering my ability to do my job. Now I'm going to make a joke back. And if it hurts your feelings, it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, I'm sorry. You played the game. Right. So, I mean, how do you feel? Do you feel that's bullying? Or- <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know, man. That When I worked at the city, they had shit like that going on all the time. I mean, it happened when, like, the, the even the temporary workers, they were always, like, getting 
excuse me, they're always getting in like fights and, and, and then like, you know, they had to have call into HR because like one had said something about somebody else. And then, and then it just escalated because like it goes from like friendly, like you're talking about. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, they're all at each other's throats. So all I can say is it's tough because when you put people in like an environment where they're all around each other all the time, stuff that is normally funny or that maybe some people think is funny, other people don't think is very funny at all. No, I've noticed that yeah. a lot of people don't have what I like to call a sense of humor. Yeah. And they, you know, go off on this bully talk. Mm-hmm. I always like, though, when you offend somebody, they always have to start it with the, like, stipulation, I have a great sense of humor. And it's like, if you say that, though, you don't have a great right, sense of humor. Right. Being somebody who, uh, like, I don't want to call myself a comedy writer or whatever, mm-hmm. but I do write comedy. Yeah. And when people... Get out you, of here. Yeah, you tell people that they, you're like, hey, you write comedy. And like, right. oh, guess what? I have a gift for you. And it's this idea. And you're just like... Oh, please, no. And then they go into this weird, crazy shtick. I, I have this idea. I bought a moose one time from Amazon. I have this idea where Hor- Morrissey dies and he comes back as a horse. <laughs> and he's Horacy. <laughs> that, that was actually his actual, a good idea. No, that's that was actually a good idea. idea. I really like <laughs> that idea. That was a good one. I would go out tonight, but I haven't got a stitch to mare. <laughs> get that reference this charm no i actually had a chick who literally told me she has this bathroom bit and it's all about her putting a seat cover on a toilet and she started doing it uh-huh. like in front of me and was like no hold on hold on i do this and i do this you can take it you can take it hold on hold on and she kept going on i was like please stop you're embarrassing the both of us at this point and plus gallagher did that in the 80s <laughs> oh dude or was it the guy that was from um uh, what is it? A dozen? What was that show with the coach? Um, what was it called? Um, Cheaper by the dozen? No, 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 no. Um, seven is enough or something. Eight about, is enough? Eight is enough, yeah. He was a stand-up was comedian. one fucking number. He um, was a comedian, and he had this bit where he, he talks about the toilet seat covers, and he's like, this is how the guy makes them at the factory, and he mm-hmm. just takes a toilet seat cover, and he puts his face through it like seven times. It's just like... I don't know. That sounds familiar. Nope. I seem to no. remember there was like uh, the Tangent. dude who was on yeah. uh, Brain Donors who did the 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 tissue juggling. I think he did like a thing, right? With uh, he did a gag with the the ass oh, gaskets. Oh, yeah. Know what I'm talking about? I don't, yeah, remember, his I don't name. remember his name. He did the. I remember he did a whole. He does impressions and he yeah, does that. He yeah. take a balloon. He's, he's almost. He's like a very like a sight gaggy, but he's like very. Yeah, I remember he took the balloons and put them on the shoulder pads mm-hmm. and do come out as football right, players. Right, and, right, right. Yeah, yeah I, I think that old eighty, late eighties, early nineties yeah. comedian. He, had he was a, in Brain Donors. Where it was Brain the, Donors? Yeah. yeah, that's the movie. That was a horribly okay. good movie. It was. What, it was a total ripoff of uh, Duck Soup or one of one of the Marx Brothers. It was no. Detroit definitely ripoff. Okay, so thought on Belaine because, all right. You guys wouldn't know this from me. Look at me now, but I was a bit of a dork when I was younger. I mean, you wouldn't. What? I know it's a shock. I know. What? I know. Wait a minute. I know. So wait a minute. You're telling me. I know, guys. That you were what? some sort of weird sociopath. A little bit nerd. Yeah. I was a As bit a of a child. No, I just threw in sociopathic. I don't know where that came what? from, but I'm just saying. <sighs> I'm actually bipolar, not a sociopath. Thank you very much. But oh wow, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's wow. a difference, Matt. Way to bring it down, Matt. <laughs> Shit, dude. I have. A shred of, I have a shred of a conscious, conscious, <laughs> It's actually a the cricket. The is creeping into his brain. And he okay, keeps it. So, 
this is my oh, thought. Oh, Roger, you really shouldn't do that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that my conscience is more like, uh, like, hey, you probably shouldn't do that, but you're going to do it anyway. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But wait, I, is your conscience the Taco Bell Chihuahua? No, it's it's Yo, just Kita, like no, do that <laughs> because you know it's just sort of ineffectual, but like you know, kind of adorable, but little, you know. Yeah, it's easily ignorable, but yeah. like uh, I've I've talked to you guys about before about how uh, the voice in my head that tells me to do stupid stuff is Charlton Heston. Yeah. It's like Roger, <laughs> just go ahead it, and jump that ramp with your BMX. You can do it. You can pull my juice box so, out of my cold <laughs> dead hand. <laughs> so what? Why? Why did you? Bring okay, this so up? my thoughts on bullying. And this is okay. So I got bullied as a kid. Oh, here we but go. But I now the root of the subject. But I also <laughs> did a fair amount of bullying. There was this guy when I was in. Shit rolls downhill. It no. I, I, there, <laughs> there was this that spoken like a guy who's been bullied before. There's this guy when I was in elementary school, and he was. He was a ginger, and I made fun of him for being a ginger. And I like would be like, "One more freckle, and you'd be black," you know. Like, <laughs> and then uh. cut to the young African American uh, classmate next to him who just like overheard that and just like shakes his head. He's just like, well, like at least I got well, a friend in the class. Well, I mean, he had curly hair and he was red hair, and you know, he right. had a lot of freckles. You're not him. really making it any better. Yeah, right? I know. You're just digging the hole. Keep going. Yeah. Raj. So, well, I was, don't you stop I was, digging that hole. I'm you just drunk saying, blah blah blah. That I did some bullying, I got bullied, and I think it's part of becoming an adult. You just oh, get a little bit of it. And for people to concentrate on and forget that is an example of not yeah. being in real life. Because it yeah, fucking but, uh, happens. Yeah, it does. Yeah, well, but, but I also think that people are, I mean, there's there's got to be some people just not talking to their parents or something. I mean, fucking A. You really... Yeah, but okay, so I think a, a lot of things we're looking at now in the day and age that we live in is we think back how our institutions before used to be segregated and not just ways of like, you know, segregating the races or whatever, but like, you know, boys, when they were in school, they got carved away and did boy things and girls, they got carved away and did girl things. I mean, for the longest time, there wasn't a lot of women in the workplace. There was obviously racial segregation yeah, but we and cultural didn't live segregation. Any of that. No, we didn't. But what I'm saying is that as actually, a, I kind of as a society, I mean, there we have relics of that that still exist in you know the you know the, our day to day lives, and part of that is that you know we we all sort of you know act in our own ways and you know when males have certain you know ways that they like to joke with other males and and alpha males or males who have you know more of that sort of mentality they you know they communicate their camaraderie in different ways and it doesn't always meld with a, a modern workplace and i think that a lot of times you know we have to readjust because we're not in madmen land and dude when i was in the navy there was a lot of hazing still yeah and yeah. i don't know how it is now my friend tells me it's different and it's like very PC. Yeah. But the chicks fucking haze just as much. Like they did some shit to other chicks and to guys and they would fuck with people. There is something I, and I haven't read any kind of like studies on it, but I, I've heard sort of peripherally about the fact that you look at any team or group that, that operates with some kind of team mentality. There is usually some kind of ritual of 
working in the new people and and whether you know call it hazing call it you know um, oh we we duct taped a guy to the overhead rafters and left him there for like two hours right i mean that that happened we duct taped him and left him there that sounds like a good nap to me and like it was within our department we did that and as other people on the ship were walking by and saw him because we left him in public mm-hmm. they were like oh new guy and they just like they didn't like oh we should get him down oh my god how'd you get up there mosley you know they were just like Dude, oh god he just price. gave his fucking name it too. seems to me that the quartermaster would oh, probably have something to say about that fuck mosley fuck semen mosley that racist fucking alabama backwater piece of shit this fuck is the one him. that got taped yeah and then later on he kept like he didn't like black people touching him mm-hmm. and like we used you remember there was a boxer for a while it was a big black guy named sugar shane mosley mm-hmm. we would ask him hey you related to him and he i really no nigger and I was like, that's like pure and genuine racism. Yeah, when it rolls off the tongue that well. Yeah, yeah. and then like he would actually say stuff like, we used to keep niggers as slaves. And I was like, I- I'm Hispanic, so he really did not care for me. And mm-hmm. he actually worked for me. I was his supervisor. And one time we were standing you at You hear Lester. us, Mosley? We're fucking talking about you. Yeah, we were standing- Mose. Sorry, fuck Mose, and that wouldn't that be awesome though if he was cool and you'd be like, yeah, fuck Mose, or like fucking Mose, he's cool. Like that'd be like a great like. It's a great nickname. Mose is a really cool is. guy, yeah, yeah Mo- but yeah. he wasn't a cool guy. See what an asshole he's putting us down. Um, what ended up happening though is he was just everyone was getting tired and sick of his shit because mm-hmm. he would just say some racist shit. And we had two black guys in our division, and um, it's a uh, Hughes and. Uh, and I always remember it too because he was from Brooklyn, New York, and he had this kind of accent like this. It was going on Rodriguez. And it, one of my friends on the ship who was in my division. He would be like, "What's going on, who's? And he would always call him who's. For I don't know. He he had this like weird kind cool of cool story, bro. And yeah. Well, anyway, you had to be there. All kicked in. Okay, so <laughs> no. Okay, so there was this one time at muster. He said something about keeping black people as slaves, and mm-hmm. it just was like. I was like, you know, we used, to, we used to keep white people as slaves, as you know, as, as Mexican. <laughs> as and I go, yeah. but they're fucking lazy as shit, so we just didn't follow that one up. And he looked at me, he's like, Mexicans have never had white people as slaves. I'm like, actually, we did. Pancho Villa did a raid on Brownsville and took back several white women and children and kept them as indentured servants. So the Hispanics have kept white people as slaves. And my chief just looks over and he's like, yeah, I read about that, Rodriguez. And he's just like, so simmer down, simmer down, Mosley. Mexicans kept white people slaves. And then after muster, chief, the chief comes up to me. He's like, hey, Rodriguez, did they really do that? <laughs> but he just wanted to back me up to like kind of take him down a peg. Well, you know, dude, uh, speaking of backing you up, I mean, that really, I think the core of, of these sort of, you know, rituals that we call, you know, either beating people, jumping people into gangs or hazing into fraternities or other organizations. I mean, the improv groups that I've been part of, you know, they all had their own sort of, okay. you know, rituals that, that sort of made you, and you had to go through that, that time of like being the noob and being somebody who gets, but, you know, beat into the whatever. But let, yeah. let me, let me get to my point though. Oh, okay, oh sorry. So, oh, yeah, yeah. We never did really. We thought the other. No, I don't like these campaigns are like, let's stop bullying. Let's eliminate bullying. Cause there's a place for bullying. Right. And at that moment, me bullying Mosley was necessary. Right. And there is a point, and it's going to be a Team America moment, but, you know, 
you need dicks and assholes because ass- assholes fuck me or dicks, or dicks fuck, fuck assholes, assholes yeah because yeah, pussies will complain mm-hmm. so pussies need to stop complaining about bullying because we're protecting them from the assholes who want to shit on everything well okay to to sort of try and legitimize that a little more I, I see what you're saying and because i mean look at today where now you have the you know you used to have bill o'reilly come on tv talking about the war on christmas i heard he comes on other things yeah too. he did <laughs> bad on him uh but you know i mean the playing this like the you know white people are embattled no white people aren't embattled we're just hearing for the first time that people are sick of you know the shit that we've been getting away with i mean that that's the difference it's like you know people say it's bullying you're bullying christians because you won't let us you know say you know prayers in school or what no we're just holding you to the same standard that we hold any other group and, the th- and so it's a social pressure and at times it is almost like bullying. Like when people want to boycott, uh, well, when advertisers boycott a certain station because they, you know, the public don't like, you know, th- what the person's doing or, you know, when people boycott like Chick-fil-A when they were, you know, the, the anti- owner of Chick-fil-A yeah, yeah. were anti Them waffle fries though. I can't boycott Dude, those. I didn't boycott that shit either. It's fucking delicious. Yeah, um, I, I don't dude, care about the chicken sandwiches, but I mean, but that's, that's bullying. Fries. That is that's a that's another form of bullying, but it's and again you like you said but it's somehow it's a, it's a that's okay. Well, I mean, you know, you need that pressure, that social pressure to reinforce, you know, social mores. I mean, we but the reason we have these sort of unspoken rules, the reason why as a group we're all trying to fight over like what you know the the languages of this next you know you know generation of of Americans is because we're giving voice to people who were voiceless before. And, and when you start giving them voices, you give them the opportunity to say, Hey, all those times you fucking called me a tranny. I don't like that. We can't fucking do that anymore. I can get well, behind that. I yeah, can get behind you know, that. I mean, it, but, um, I'm sorry. I turned your little, your, your personal issue to it. Like a political. Nobody's, no. nobody's going to make a get behind a tranny joke, by the way. But, you know, um, I mean, get behind I, a tranny okay. So as long as they're like a post op, I'll get in front of them. But I mean, okay. I don't want to like try. My and fuck me point there. is, is there is a place for it. Right. And I think people are forgetting that because they just want to eliminate it. But there is a place for it. Yeah. Oh, dude, you got to have. Yeah. Some shit talking. Shit talking. Bynes brother they, that's that's how that's how i know people are my friends if i could shit talk to you and you could talk a little shit back and then we can laugh about it and it's like all right yeah. cool now, now now we are friends now but, we can go eat lunch but i mean they're always saying the united states goes around bullying other countries but yeah. it's just like we since germany we, germany is like we do kind of believe we I no mean, we don't we do but uh, we flex our muscle we do. no but, yeah. that's we, where we, i'm going to disagree Oh, okay. Because okay. you got fucking Kim Jong Il going around, running around. Saying, okay, well, okay. Un, un now. Well, that doesn't make Look, dude, so because I'm he's bullying. That, I mean, you, you're you're cons- you're misconstruing. Like I'm saying that we in fact do bully people. I'm not saying it's wrong. I think okay. that there are cases okay. like, such as North Korea where there need. I mean, we people need to, the countries need to collectively get together and bully their ass because you know he's fucking unhinged. Yeah, he did invent the hamburger though. <laughs> did he? Re- did he say that? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and uh, he also doesn't pee or poop. Uh, he doesn't pee or poop. Uh, He's too perfect. He's too perfect. Okay, so dude, I just well, feel like if on. our current president ever actually sat down with a North Korean president, they would probably become best friends. It would <laughs> be like it'd be like fucking Step Brothers, the movie. Like they'd be like, oh, at have first so much they'd be common. really, yeah. yeah. But like they'd, they'd, you know, they'd be like, all right, say your, great who's cheer. your, who's your favorite, you know, book? You know, it's like, <laughs> don't touch my drums. <laughs> just like, Dude, I'm actually going to propose that as a scene tomorrow. <laughs> Done. Oh God. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm in. Okay. Beezer. 
Bezier. Yeah, do your. The, can we do yours quickly? Yeah, up yeah, there? it is. Qu- it is quick because it's just I wanted to. I wanted to talk about a TV show that I'm really enjoying. Uh, um, have anybody? Uh, does anybody have uh, the Sci-Fi Channel? Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. everybody. Yeah, but I don't able. watch it. Have you watched <laughs> have uh, it, but... The Expanse at all? No, no but you, you talked, talked about, about it. Yeah, uh, talked well, about it wasn't a sub. It wasn't a thing though, right? I, I've mentioned it, but never as no, actually you, a piece. No, you, you actually was a piece. Because technically, it was a piece. It was a whole piece. No, it wasn't. Yes, it mm, was. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. We I think talked, I just mentioned it. We talked. Ab- we okay. talked about it, but well, you know, you wanted a short one, so fucking, <laughs> you can cut me off. God damn it. Okay, so, um, so no expanding about, on the expanse. Let's talk about the smokeless cigarette. Oh, wait a minute. That was his thing. Oh, that he repeated fuck that. you guys. Nice, dude. Nice. <laughs> well, I got a little confession to make, and I'll go on record with it. And that is um, on one of the... I just put out, posted one of the podcasts, and I listened... I thought I listened all the way through it, and I thought I had everybody piece, pieces right, and I put down Rogers as superpowers. And then I listened to a couple more episodes after, and that was the one with superpowers. So whatever the one that currently is posted that says super, that's not his piece. So if anybody who you know listens to it, if any of our fans <laughs> listen <laughs> to it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a fanatic about this stuff, uh, and they know what that actual piece is, you could go ahead and post a comment um, to my. <laughs> I'm my right here testicles. though, Beecher. I'm our only fan. And. Um, Anyhow, it's uh, sad. Even the other two of us aren't even our fans. <laughs> yeah, Matt's never even listened to this Dude, podcast. I'm a fan. I, I listened to, to it once. To it. That's why I come on here and talk about Max, and he'll never listen to it. Yeah, go right. I, I, I was listening to it when I cleaned my pool last week. Um, so the Expanse is great. You should watch it. Um, it is. What's the premise? The premise is it's you know the it's obviously science fiction. It's in the somewhat near future, but it is really grounded because it doesn't have faster than light travel. It doesn't have artificial gravity. It doesn't have any kind of magic technology. And it's really um, it's really similar to Game of Thrones in that like it's like about the power struggle between nations. And the nations are like Earth, you know, which is Earth. It's like the United Earth, um, which is, you know, very overpopulated. And, you know, um, most of the, the Earth is, is on public assistance, which is like a universal, you know, they have a universal public wage that everybody lives on, like the dole or something like that. It's called communism in the future? Well, Gross. I mean, there's so many people and, and the automation and, you know, they, they have the means to produce for everybody. But, it, I mean, even though um, even though everybody has some kind of, like, support, when you actually drill down to, like, the micro level, people are still poor, people are still suffering, you know, because they still, it's a lot of people on Earth. Um, so okay. there's earth and then there's Mars, which, you know, Mars, the, the whole, the whole Martian sort of community is made up of all these people who were, you know, e- excelling at science, excelling at being an engineer who went to Mars to, to turn it into a place where people could live. And so it's kind of like the best, the brightest, but also they're, they're almost like a, a culture that's unified by one idea. And that's the idea of Mars being a, a habitable place, a green place, you know, at some point. And then you have sort of the the cast offs and they're like the, the lowest of, you know, the, the social ladder and that's the belters. And there are, they're sort of the leftovers of all the sort of people that, you know, the, the blue collar workers, they pulled out, you know, off of earth into, you know, the, um, to the mine, the, belt, to mine yeah. the asteroids to turn to, to create the things that became the materials that made these great empires. And they're like, you know, um, like the lowest caste in India or whatever. And, and it's really cool because it's, they're a smattering of all these different cultures and they've generated their own sort of patois of, of like this weird belter speech, they call it. Oh, like in Pennsylvania, they have the coal miners, they have coal speak. Right, exactly. Like for instance, if something's crooked, it's on the Biantini, mm-hmm. which it's a combination of German, or Italian. Like, yeah, the, what is that? Cockney. Yeah. 
or Creole even, you know, I mean, the, the, those are examples of, of where these cultures came together and they sort of, you know, butchered the English language to their own sort of delight. Um, but anyway, it, the deep story that's there and the world building is that there because it comes from a really great novel series um, and the adaptation is fantastic. And it's one of these shows where it's like they don't insult you as a viewer. You don't feel like, you know, they're cutting corners with story. You don't feel like they're they're making things dumbed down. I mean, they really it's really complex and they really it's really gray because there's no right or wrong. Everything is just sort of in this middle area. Um so anyway, it's it's a great show. You know, they they do a good job with having like a central cast, but it's not it's not one of these freak of the week sort of like formats. It's not uh, procedural, you know, at all. Um, every story is sort of like a continuation of the story, and of course, it's very serialized. Uh, but it's fantastic. Like the the we'll way they reproduce the or we'll watch. Oh, dude, it's on. If you have Amazon Prime, it's on Prime. I think that most of it's on if you, the the Sci-Fi Channel. If you you go on, I'm log insulted on that you don't think that I have Amazon Prime. I did. I didn't want to I'm assume. Insulted. I'm I didn't insulted. want to assume. Oh, I think my wife has it. Maybe we can watch it. Oh, Dude, the, watch the first season. It's got Thomas Jane in it. He's like the only name, but like, um, uh, yeah, they do a fantastic job. Like my only complaints are like the the Indian lady who's the uh, sort of the the big muckamuck from Earth. Um, in the in the novels, she like cussed like a fucking sailor, and it was really funny. She was like, because she's like this older Indian make, uh, Hindu, you know, sort of matriarch. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> and she called everybody motherfuckers. And it was like you're just great. You're a bunch of motherfuckers. Like, you motherfuckers, you, you can't pull any wool over them. I know what you're fucking doing. You're trying to show each other who's got the biggest cock. Well, fuck you. I, I got the biggest cock. And it's just like, that'd be like a fucking scene where she walked into the UN and said that. And it's like, yes. My grandma cusses. It's the best. It is, man. What it's is that? It's always great when woman? you get an older person. My grandma, That's why I always go for the older prostitutes, because it's just dirty. My grandma will just, drop an M bomb every once in a while and it's just hilarious <laughs> she had a black dog and she's the dog pee on the carpet and she's like that little nigger dog <laughs> just like grandma is it like does it like silence the whole house is there like a moment nope. of awkwardness no nope. oh, they're all good with it. Just, like, you're just she on. says china man and she's like half chinese so it's like all right well <laughs> roger's down to the second bottle Yay. of his beer Yay. so that's a good as place to end it right. before we get you know, wrapped it all wrapped up this in time. something crazy so, uh, Roger, do you want to send us out because you brought us in? Yeah. Okay. So, this has been Three Easy Pieces. Yeah, I am right. the verbalist, the creepiest Roger there ever is. Trademark. And <laughs> and the B-Man. Yeah. Last word, bitches. Last word.